Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. G'day and welcome to another edition of International Marmalade. It's your bonus monthly episode in the Australian Jams feed. My name is Mick Severett and sitting across from me through through the computer screen is the one, the only... I'm Gemma. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I was building this big like introduction up. We're really trying to start really fresh and... And really into it, and then it's, um, I'm Gemma. <laughs> you it's know, your show. <laughs> you know that I like throwing you off. Um, that's my favourite thing to do, just like completely ruin anything you try to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, um, yeah, hey, what's going on? Not a lot, not a lot. It is my week off, so I've been heading outside heaps. That's nice. For my, you know, my one hour uh, allowed exercise. Um, yeah, it's been kind of, kind of nice not to worry, not to have to worry too much about ensuring my students are doing okay. Although they've all got big assessments due, or one, one of my classes had big assessment due next, at the end of next week. Yeah. So at the end of week seven. Um, so I've been fielding a few emails. You know, yeah. I reckon they'll do all right. I have faith in them. My my students from last trimester had their final assessment due last week, and they, it's a very tight turnaround to the following trimester, so mm. you have to mark really quickly. And then if anyone submits late, then there's a chance that they just fail because they can't be um, passed into the next trimester fast enough. And it's just like trying to get this through to them. <laughs> For the past six weeks, mm. I've been telling them to work on it, to just get it done early, you know, all those things that you tell students <laughs> and like having individual conversations with them about their topic and making sure they understand what it's about because this one's a little bit confusing and, you know, the number of emails I got the week of being like, oh, it just got really busy this week. And I was just like, you should have done it earlier. And it's just like, I know uni students don't think this way, but it's so frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's, I mean, especially if you're teaching first years, that's just something like you find yourself drumming into them. 
But I reckon if you start to sound like a broken record, then that's great because if they the more they hear it, the more they realize, oh shit, and the more they realize after they really stuff up that second assessment, they think, oh, you know what, maybe I should be planning better for this. Or they drop out, which is the fine yeah. line you walk. <laughs> oh, I did have Look, to fail someone. I did have to. This is the second time in yeah. two trimesters I've failed someone, which, you know, I don't yeah. actually feel guilty about, which is probably not a good thing. <laughs> but, like, for, for the whole I tried trimester. to help you. Uh, yeah, well, this one was worth 45%. So, effectively, if you fail this one and don't, didn't get, like, yeah, okay. outrageously high marks on the others, yeah. you're, you're pretty much done. Yeah, right. Yeah. But just like I tried, had many one-on-one yeah. chats with this person. They didn't listen to me. I don't know what else I could do. Anyway, uh, I have been, after all of that, I have been picked up for another trimester of teaching. So <laughs> apologies in advance to my new students. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, look, uh, I am somewhat looking forward to the second half of my semester. So our semesters, when we have semesters, you have trimesters, right? So, yeah. Yeah, I've got another six weeks, and that is pretty much when all of the assessments are due. So it's going to be a full-on teaching four classes and then marking... Four classes. Yeah, 90 students or whatever it is. It's going to be it's going to be fun. <laughs> it's the marking that kills you, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it really does. It's, um... No, sorry, it's more than 90 between 90 and 100 i think um yeah the marking is the worst part yeah i mean it's the best part if you're if you're marking a really great piece of work it's like really rewarding but it's just very tiring more more to the point i think you have to focus yeah yeah um I can't remember what else I was going to say should we talk about music yeah let's do it i reckon uh talking about teaching and and the pains of of marking assessments ain't really what folk are listening to us for i mean it could be interesting for those who don't teach could be interesting for those who do teach could be interesting for those as students of yeah. either one of us yeah hopefully <laughs> a peek behind the curtain listening. oh god now i'm really paranoid <laughs> anyway and so Gemma, uh what's what's first up Today, uh, let's start with London Grammar, uh, because it's September now, and to make mm. it about myself, as I always do, um, three years ago, I had like big life changes happen through September, um, one of which was having a full knee reconstruction the day after my birthday. So the day of my birthday, what I did was I went to see London Grammar play at Margaret Court Arena and it was like one of the most beautiful experiences you could have and I've seen London Grammar in a few different situations like you know sitting on the hill at Falls Festival as the sun's going down watching them play like that's just like such an incredible experience and then to see them in an arena was so different but equally impressive and um, given it was at Margaret Court Arena they also made the statement about equality and you know, all those sorts of things um, because, you know, Margaret Court is an awful person. Um, mm. So every time I think of London Grammar, I think of those two moments um, in my life, which is really nice. So having them back in September feels very, like, 
cohesive to me. I just hit my mic, so sorry if that's a sound there, everyone. I do move my hands a lot when I talk. Uh, so, they have released a new song called Baby It's You. I've just missed them, and I love hearing her voice again. I love how her voice is used quite differently in this one compared to what they have in the past. It's usually very soaring and, um, I don't know, like very intense vocal. In this one, the register is a little bit different. They're using a lot a lot more of her higher register and the way she's singing it. It's slightly more popish, I guess, and it's just a really catchy song for what London Grammar do. So it's melding those two things. And I haven't explained that very well, but I really like this song. Yeah. Um, I feel as though we've gone for like kind of comfort songs in a way mm. this week. Um, one of your other selections feels very kind of comforting as well. And I know, well, at least two of mine uh, are sort of based in a in a sense of nostalgia. Um, yeah, I, I find this song really warm and and comforting. Um, and I mean, we haven't spoken about your other song, the Bianco and Jack Anderson song yet, but I feel as though that, alongside this London grammar tune, I. I kind of wonder whether this is indicative of the kind of music that we're going to start seeing more of at this time in, in history, mm. you know, due to everybody kind of reassessing. And I think we might have spoken about something like this a few episodes ago, but um, it feels very safe, not in a derogatory way, like safe in a... Um, like safety it makes rather a listen- than... Yeah. yeah. It makes the listener feel safe. Yeah. It's not safe music at all. Um, yeah, and I just wonder whether there's something about the moment that is enforcing kind of this kind of uh, way of creating. This batch very much seems like um, the kind of music that was being written in March, you know, like hmm. when everything had started and like in earnest, I guess, in the Western world. And everyone was new to the situation and all of that sort of stuff. I think in three, four months' time, we're going to see a bit more aggression slash depression in music, you know? Because they're yep. just like... Oh, this sounds so lame. But just like there's a lag in testing results. Like, the tests today represent what was happening two weeks ago type thing. I think the yeah. music that comes out now is representative of a couple of months ago and the music that's going to come out in a couple of months will be representative of today. And I think that's what what's interesting about it. Mm. Anyway. Yeah, 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 true. I'd forgotten about the delay, I guess, that happens in terms between writing and releasing. Yeah. I mean, it's less, less of a delay now, but because um, of, you know, new fandangled technology... Uh, but <laughs> but across man. history, that's sped up so yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. But yeah, this London Grammar song, it's beautiful. And the artwork is really incredible as well. So, like, it's just a beautiful photo of fire over water, kind of. Um, yeah, right. Very dark, 
the the colors in it are beautiful. Um, have you noticed that there's a lot of like blues and oranges being used in a lot of artwork and things like that recently? I haven't, but <laughs> I was. Um, my partner was on YouTube yesterday, and I think had seen as she's scrolling through, saw an interview with BTS. And she doesn't know much about, you know... K-pop band, BTS. Yeah. The biggest band in the world, BTS. Um, She doesn't know much about that kind of music and sort of was asking me about it and I don't really know as much as I perhaps would like to. Um, But then she found the clip of theirs and it's so pastel. There seems to be a real, like, peach, um, like, almost aqua blue kind of aesthetic at the moment and yeah I do wonder whether it's reflective of of the time or whether it's just a cycle yeah oh, it was interesting uh, this is going way off track now but it's still <laughs> hey. relevant to the teal and teal and orange type thing um I was watching because again I feel like I need to clarify why I was watching this I don't need to but I will anyway I'm very bored in lockdown. <laughs> and I decided to watch that AP Bio show on Stan with um, Glenn Howerton from Always Sunny. It's got Patton Oswalt, Oswalt in it. Oh, okay. Who we all love. Um, and yeah. the filters that they might... At first I noticed that Glenn Howerton's eyes were like a really intense blue. And then I noticed a few others had that. I was like, what is happening? So I was looking it up and... A lot of people have commented online about how the filters that they use is like enhances all the oranges and blues in the set and they use a lot of those colours because that's the school colours and blah, blah, blah. So I noticed that. But uh, it reminded me of albums like um, DMAs had a similar colour scheme. Um, I think Beyond had a similar colour scheme. There's a few others that I've seen recently that use the teal and orange combination which i think looks great but uh yeah. i just think it's interesting that there's a lot of it at the moment yeah 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 cool anyway we we're talking about london grammar should we listen to a bit of a song <laughs> yeah let's do it this is called baby it's you it's by london grammar we'll come back and nothing else matters you a bit of Baby It's You by London Grammar. That was my first song of the day. Uh, mixes up. Yeah. Um, I don't even know when this record came out, but Wolfgang Amadeus Phoenix was 2007? My... Yeah, probably. I mean, I could probably just look it up, but I'm, I'm not I'm... going to. Yeah, thanks, Trevor. Uh, that was such a... Oh, it's one of the biggest records of the year. Um, 2009, I was wrong. Oh, okay. 2009. I mean, that that era, um, it was one of the greatest. You know, 
uh, Phoenix were already a great band before that, um, but that really gave them a lot of, dare I say, crossover yep. appeal with songs like Listomania. Um, I didn't realise that they'd been making new music, though. I mean, this is, I think, maybe a one-off single. Um, it's for a film called On the Rocks, and it's actually directed by Sofia Coppola. Sophia Coppola, I kept on saying her last name wrong, uh, which is Thomas Mars, the lead singer's wife. Oh, um, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So I, I thought, oh, there is a connection there, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it's because they're married, gosh. Um, Italian marrying a French dude, that's questionable. Yeah. Um, so this is, yeah, I feel like kind of a return to form. It feels a bit more electronic than they're more bad indie dance band-based stuff of yesteryear. Um, and, of course, they've released stuff since 2009. It's not yeah. like they've been dormant for for 10 years. Um, yeah, but this one just really belts. I really love this. Um, That's all i got to say on it. <laughs> That's okay. Um, I was just thinking of how to, how, fuck, how to say this. I can't speak today, apparently. Um I like this song, oh! But it's a little bit boring to me. Like it's been—it's not a single to me. It feels like it's been written for the film, and it's not written as a single. If that mm. makes sense. Yeah. Not that every song has to be a single, but I. When you see Phoenix, you think it's going to have these like bigger choruses, I guess, more dynamic in it, and it just felt yeah. very um, kind of flat the whole way through it's still a really good song i still like it but i don't think it's a like listomania is always going to be the pinnacle of phoenix to a lot of people right and i just don't think it's there yeah no look i i agree with you it's it's not at the excitement kind of level that something Mm. like listomania um brought up but I mean, it uses it still uses similar tropes. Yeah, and you can like, tell that it's Phoenix it and all is, that sort but... of stuff. But like, you can tell uh, uh, this wasn't a song that was written that was then used in a film. You can tell that this was written for a film and written for a purpose. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, as compared for sure. to, like, if you think of the Lord song that was used in Hunger Games, like that was written for the film. It wasn't a Lord song. Hmm. Just trying mm, to think mm. of that song in my head, but yeah, it's it, like it'll be popular because the film makes it popular, and it's not bad, but it's not what Phoenix does best. <laughs> yeah, 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 sure. Now I'm uh, contemplating whether it was a, the best choice. I mean, I still love this song. No, no, but... no, don't, don't feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I chose this in a bit of a like I chose my songs over the weekend, and you know. And a slight bit of a rush, really. Dude, I sent you my songs, like, late yesterday <laughs> afternoon. Yeah, it looks true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very bad at doing things on time in lockdown. I've lost all sense of urgency, yeah. I guess, slash yeah. organization, slash remembering what day it is. Today's Thursday, though. I do know that it because is. the one standing engagement I have every single week is on a Thursday afternoon. So that's how I know that it's Thursday. 
<laughs> anyway, do we want to listen to a bit of this? Yeah, let's hear a small chunk of this one. It's from Phoenix. It's called Identical. That was Phoenix with Identical uh, Gemma. We're on to your second song. We are. Um, what do you got? So I've chosen Benny's new song, Snail. It, in my head, this came out a long time ago. And then when I actually looked at the release date, I was like, oh no, I can actually choose this song for this episode. Um, <laughs> I really like Benny. I like the weird pop vibe it's almost like okay this is gonna be really weird to say and i'll probably regret it as soon as i say it but like it's almost like a scar version of pop with the cadence of a lot of what benny does do you get what i mean yeah yeah it's like jumpy so i would sort of say i kind of calls upon like just in a very general sense elements of hip-hop especially when the which kind of does the um, syncopated kind yeah. of speak sing thing yeah but when you said scar i thought oh my god yeah it does have that kind of syncopated um offbeat kind yeah. of thing to it yeah so and, and i like how that's been warped into this fun pop thing and mm continues to kind of and and in my head like find an island is the song that is my favorite i guess benny song and what everything then gets compared to in a way kind of like talking about phoenix and how everything gets compared to listomania i i think that this one's really interesting because it does have that syncopated thing but also just in the chorus of of course and then throughout the rest of it, it does show us a little bit more about Benny than just everything else that she's released so far. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Yeah. I just think um, Benny's a fascinating character as well. She looks like Bjork and yeah. does this weird pop, but like accessible weird pop, whereas Bjork is yeah. more weird pop. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think compared to your other choices, and you've already used this word, but this feels like your weird choice this week or this month. Um, I think this is great. Like, I love that weird kind of wonky pop Mm. production thing. Um, Kaleidoscopic is the other word that keeps on coming to mind, Um, especially in some of the production... And like the verse bits, um, yeah, it's. I love it. I think it's very, very cool. <laughs> so, for our listeners, I didn't know that Mix did this, but apparently, <laughs> while we talk, he plays each song faintly through his headphones, and now like everything makes more sense. With my very specific references. Well, that and also. 
sometimes it takes you a second to say something because clearly you're listening. Oh, to what's oh going no. On. So I thought I'd sort of mastered just having her in the background <laughs> and being able to tune in whilst also talking. Oh, no, it's good. Listener. Maybe maybe I should start doing that. Maybe next we'll just time. Cl- both of us just click play at the same time. Yeah, or just, you know, play it through the thing. <laughs> Somehow. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. I I mean this song's this song's a jam. Um let's listen. This is called Snail, it's by Benny and we'll come back. As I wake down goes day. I comes night, look alive. And I'll meet you in the park. The moon will light up my path. Everything's passing by. I ride to you on my bike. While everyone is asleep. Meet at the top of the street. That was a bit of Snail by Benny. That was my second song. Mix is up. Yeah, uh, my second song is from a Colombian DJ, producer, incredible musician uh, called Alaminus. And the song title is in Spanish, so apologies for butchering the pronunciation, but El Cielo No Es De Nadie. I think, I think that's okay. I think um, it's pretty well. I typed it into Google Translate and apparently it translates to heaven belongs to nobody. That's pretty Um, cool. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This is such a jam. Uh, It kind of completely blows me away uh, each time I listen to it. I think it feels so easy. Like it feels, in terms of its production, it doesn't feel... uh, I mean this with utmost respect, but it doesn't feel all that challenging. But as a result, because of this ease, it feels so unifying Mm. too. Um, You know, there's definitely a thing that, to be said, that I guess I'm sort of searching for, for particular kinds of music as we're coming towards the end of our lockdown. Hopefully. Um, And... Some of these songs, like my last pick is especially, um, but this one is quite different to my last pick in terms of energy level. Very different. <laughs> and then we're going to get Whiplash going to your next one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it, it it sort of pushes towards that late night motivation, kind of, oh, yeah, I can listen to this and get a few things done. I mean, because that's all you can do late at night at the moment in Melbourne. Um, yep. Yeah, she's been around for a couple of years uh, and is set to release their debut full-length called Acts of Rebellion uh, in October. Um, yeah, I really love this one. It's it's such a, a jam... Uh, yeah, it makes me feel super kind of upbeat and like, yeah, let's just get get on with it. I've kind of <laughs> fucked with you while you've been talking about this, haven't I? You um, have a bit. I've just been like <laughs> putting stories up on Instagram. Um, um, 
so you felt like you haven't been able to throw to me, right? I've just been... Yeah. Yeah. I, that's why I You're said. just trying to, like, and, uh, extend, extend. I'm just doing that on purpose just to fuck with you because <laughs> I'm a child. Uh, um, it's your favorite pastime. It really, really is. Like, I, I live for this moment each month. Um, it wouldn't be International Marmalade with a bit of fucking with each other. So, you know... Yeah, exactly. And I'm still, you know, just typing on my Instagram story. Um, everyone follow me, Australian Jams, on Twitter, on Instagram, both of them. Oh, fuck. Uh, this song, uh, the beat slash production in this, I love, especially the yeah. vocal mix. The way the vocals mixed in, I love it so much. Like, this is such a cool song. I had never heard of Alaminus. Thank you for bringing this. This is so cool. Oh, great. Yeah, I think the way the vocal... Like it doesn't sit in that traditional traditional kind of top line thing. The voice very much feels part of the production, just another instrument in the mix. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's sick. Yeah. And like, that's the thing I like as well is you're not afraid to bring non, <laughs> I guess non-Western. Are you still laughing at me typing on my no. phone? No, I mean, I think I am slightly afraid to bring non-Western artists uh, really? to the show. Yeah. Why? I don't think I do it that often. Oh, because, I mean, so I source this music through various means, through primarily through a few playlists that I that are my go-tos on Spotify. That's how I find out about the majority of this international music. And I think I found out about this one via um, the Vinyl Me Please playlist maybe yeah did i yeah i did um so on rotate on rotation at vinyl me please um that's always great uh each and every fortnight each and every week sorry um but very rarely do i end up choosing something that is uh non-western i think I guess Oliver Arnold's isn't technically... It's not from an English-speaking country. Yeah. But he makes very familiar-sounding music, I guess. Yeah, I, I guess that's true. Um, not that we've spoken about him yet. Yeah, not to <laughs> forward announce too much. I don't know. I think you're willing. You're much more willing to take risks with your song choices than maybe I am. I'm very much yeah. like rusted-on fan of a lot of artists that will automatically make the cut. I mean, presuming I like the song. Oh, yeah. Yeah, some of my favourite international bands release a song, I will most likely include it. Oliver Arnold's is sort of up there on my list. I mean, Phoenix, that's half the reason why I included Phoenix this week. This month, sorry. (laughs) Is because I love them. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Well, I just maybe feel... Anyway... This is so going off the rails. Should we uh, throw to this song and re- regather ourselves? Yes, let's do it. Uh, this is a small little bit of Ella Minus with El Cielo No Es Tenari.
That was a bit of Ella Minus with El Cello No Es Donati. Gemma, what have you got coming up for your final song? So it feels appropriate that last month I did a special shout out to Jax Anderson at the start of the episode. Mm. Uh, mm. Being like, oh, this EP was so great and we no one's talked about it enough. So I'm going to talk about it randomly in August, months after it came out. And then, this month, I have Jax Anderson guest vocal on uh, Bianco's song called 18. So I'm very happy with my timing there. Um, th- this song has such a great groove to it. So Bianco is like a DJ producer out of LA um, who's done some really cool stuff. And then layering Jax Anderson's kind of vibe into there has just turned it up to 10 for me. Um, I I love the way the vocals are used in this song, but in particular, I love those choral kind of vocals, the harmonised vocals throughout the chorus, and that just fucking kills me because, you know, vocals and harmonies are everything to me, and the way it's done in this, and I listened to this song so many times yesterday. Like, if you look at my last FM page, you'll see how many times I just kept going back to listen to this song yesterday because... I just love it so much, and um, yeah, this song makes me really happy. All the imagery that they've done for it across social, all that sort of stuff, it's so cool. The videos, everything. Um, I think this is a pairing that can kind of set each of them up individually for a lot more success going forward as well. I feel like this Mm. is really like a dynamic pairing not just for this song, but showing off what they can do to other audiences to then grow themselves. Um, if that makes mm. sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm so glad you sent this over because this is not something I would have typically listened to. Um, it feels really breezy. Like, breezy, I yeah. mean, I know there's a there's a line in there, like, everything's easy. Um, yeah, there's some, like, I don't know, I am going to invent this genre right now, but breeze pop. Breeze pop. Boop, 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 boop. That's the tune. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I think I especially appreciate how, at least in the first half, uh, how pared back things sound, how pared back the production is. Yeah. Um, and those, even the the little vocal, like almost like backing vocal lines, in a weird sort of way, similar to the um, uh, Ella Minor song in terms of, they become part of the instrumentation. Mm. Yeah. That, that weird kind of slidey... Oops, I just knocked my mic. Oh, um, we've both done it today. Hey, Yay. Knock the mic club. <laughs> Welcome hey, to I another am... edition of well, Knock the Mic Club. <laughs> Bad audio quality club. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm so glad you sent this over. The, and I think the cool thing about it, and I think maybe the reason I love it so much is if this had come from an Australian artist, I would fully believe you. I feel like this is very kind of in line with what a lot of Australian artists are doing right now, and I think that is really cool. It feels a bit Alice Ivy-esque. Well, Jax Anderson did guest on an Alice Ivy song. Oh, hey, true. Which is my favourite, or almost my favourite Alice Ivy song. <laughs> the, I, Odette, the Odette one has yeah. probably jumped it but yeah it's just like yeah i just ah 
I wish I was more eloquent so I ex- could explain it better <laughs> how it makes me feel, but I just love this song so much. And Jax Anderson has the coolest range of merch. It's like American summer camp merch. It's so cool. I want to buy all of it, but also shipping is really expensive to Australia, so I won't be doing that. Mm. Um, yeah, very cool. Uh, this song is great. Do you have any more words about it? Nah. I, just that I really, really love it. And thanks Heck for yeah. sending it through. I did tweet about it about midnight last night, so um, <laughs> hope everyone appreciated that. Uh, I do most of my work really late at night nowadays because there's too much football on and there's also netball <laughs> on. So I get really, you know, I lose lots of hours watching those things. Um, let's listen to this song. It's called 18. It's by Bianco with two eyes and it's featuring Jack Sanderson. a bit of Bianco called 18 featuring Jax Anderson I said that weirdly but we'll take it Mix your last song <laughs> my last song uh, let's just kind of bring it down not bring it <laughs> yeah. down we go from like but, this bop to this yeah <laughs> to some almost very peaceful sleep inducing contemplative music um so people that know me and my I guess reasonably diverse music tastes uh, will know that I have a real soft spot for piano-based kind of kind of neoclassical, although this one's a bit safer than neoclassical uh, kind of music. Um, I think I've always sort of had a soft spot for music that isn't deemed to be uh, popular music um, and uses piano you're and cool strings. Like that. Yeah, because I'm cool, you know. Uh, no. Um. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And yeah, like people like Nils from Nils from I just absolutely love. Um and Sophie Hutchings is another really great um producer as well. Um, Oliver Arnolds is someone who I've known the name, but I never really took the time 
to to get into them. Um, I was actually talking about him to some of my students to bring it Full 360 uh, back to teaching. Um, I've been trying to start some of my classes with some like some low key kind of meditative music just playing on um, my Google Home thing behind me. And just and students like I don't know I find it starts a class well it starts me off well um, and I find I'm able to run class better. I should just because I tell sma- you what smash the glass animals record to people really loudly when they log <laughs> on to class. I'm conscious of turning people away. Not that not that hey. that's a that's not meant to be a comment on glass. It's animals. offensive to glass animals. <laughs> um, but I played some of Oliver Arnold's did this collaborative album with Nils Frams called Trance Friends. Uh, Friends spelled F-R-E-N-Z because, you know, they're cool. Um, This one, We Contain Multitudes from Home. Uh, That's the name of this song that we're about to play. Um, Feels, I don't know, very of the moment. There's such a beautiful way the piano is captured in this kind of music to me. Like, you always hear, like, the damper pedal go on and you hear the um, the hammers hit the strings. It feels like as much uh, focus is placed into you hearing the product, I hate using that word to describe music, but the product being made as you're actually hearing the finished work as well. Yeah. Like... It uh, that just feels very, at the risk of sounding like a true wanker, very <laughs> profound to me at this at this moment to notice both the way in which it's being made in the final work. Um, yeah. So there's um, it, it, there's something in that like being able to hear strings move on a guitar on an acoustic guitar mm. or being able to hear a singer take a breath, things like that. Mm. It's very, like, intimate, I guess. Yeah. It brings... I mean, it, it. I guess maybe this is why it has such a, an emotional effect on me too. It brings you into that moment. Yeah. Almost instantly. It brings you, like, next to him playing piano or, um, you know, when you hear a singer take a breath, it brings you into that room where they're actually recording. Like, there's something... Yeah, intimate is a great word. Describe this. Yeah, and we're having a very serious conversation here, but I can't stop laughing because all I can (laughs) (laughs) sorry. Because all I can think of um again, it's football related, but there's a commentator. (laughs) It's the breath thing that's getting me. There's a commentator named Alistair Lynch who's like a boundary writer up at the Brisbane games. And someone commented about how you can hear him like gasp for breath between sentences and once you are told about that you can't unhear it and it's like a death rattle (laughs) it's like (laughs) really (laughs) horrifying and now (laughs) now that i've noticed that it's like really awful to listen to um and that's all i could think of when we're talking about that i'm really sorry well i mean (laughs) I don't know whether I'll ever be able to listen to this kind of music ever again because all I'll focus in on is, oh, God, that the way that that felt pedal is placed out, I'm really hearing that much no, more than the actual like tone. In, in, the, 
the music context, it's actually really nice. In the commentary yes. context, it's like, this guy's dying. <laughs> Someone help him. Um, yeah. But back to the song. This song is so beautiful. And as I mentioned earlier, I do everything at really weird hours of the night. Um, I was preparing my notes for this really late at night last night because I left things mm. to the absolute last minute. Um, and... It was such a nice song to listen to in the still and like quiet of 1am in Melbourne yeah. with a curfew when there's no cars going past outside. Like it was just, and then, and then to listen to it through headphones, it's very touching, I guess. Um, touching, is that the right word? Yeah, well, it's moving. Well, I um, think. Well, it is to me. Uh, yeah, I'm sure to people that have emotions, definitely. <laughs> For me, it was just... Uh, like, calming is probably the word. It was calming to me. Yeah. Yeah, 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 sure. Uh, this is a bit of Oliver Arnold's with We Contain Multitudes from Home. That was Oliver Arnold's with We Contain Multitudes from Home. Uh, Gemma, we're done. Uh, what do you got coming up for the next month before we speak again? Um, well, this episode is coming out on the Wednesday, the 9th of September, I think. I just counted backwards. Um, yeah. So, Sunday is Mix's birthday, 35? Oh, I wish. Uh, 36. 36. 36th mm. birthday to Mix on Sunday. So, happy birthday to Mix for that. Everyone go and tweet nice things at him or Instagram yes. nice things at him. Yes. Instagram's harder. I, Twitter's better. Come on, mate. Yeah. Um, so, that's the first thing I wanted to Oh. Shout out there. Um, 13th of September, everyone be nice to Mix on that day. I mean, you can be really mean to him on other days, but on the 13th, be really nice. Can I also um, interrupt you, though, and Why? say that the following Saturday, oh, the yeah. 19th, uh, is Gemma's 30th, the big 3-0, uh, and it's that's a far more important birthday than, than a measly 36. Uh, measly. So definitely... Go find Gemma on Twitter or Instagram uh, and tweet lovely, nice things at her. Because I know you're already doing it all the time already. Uh, just just amplify it more on the 19th of September. <laughs> you're so much nicer than I am. Also, people are not nice to be online. Let's establish that right now. <laughs> uh, I've seen some pretty nice things. It's probably... It's probably 50-50. The people that I yeah. know are nice to me. The people that I don't know are very mean to me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is fine. It comes with the territory of being a woman talking about sport. Um, mm. Yeah. What have I got coming up? Well, I just literally, as we were talking just then, got an email from a footy player that I'm going to interview. So that's cool. Set that up. Um, very cool. What else? I, yeah. Doing a lot of siren stuff, which is really fun. Um 
we have been working on an internship program, which has been so fun and so fulfilling to work with Deakin mm. Uni, which neither ah. of us work at. I used to work at Deakin, actually. Yeah, not anymore. I still work at Deakin. Oh, you do work at Deakin. Why yeah, do I think my, Swinburne? my research job is at Deakin. Well, there you go. So, you work at Deakin. Uh, our mm. intern is from Deakin, and it's like a legit intern program. It's not like, work for free. It's going toward her uh, semester unit, which is really, really exciting. Um, the And she's wonderful. She's been so fun to work with. And just um, the whole idea of Siren was to not only amplify the coverage of women's sport, but to improve the opportunities for women in sport media and things like that. So yeah. that directly goes into um, this internship program. And we're also currently working on developing an Indigenous intern program. It's like a intern-to-work kind of thing um, with an Indigenous organisation where the intern slash uh, recipient, I guess, would actually get paid to work for us for a period of time, which is really, really cool as well because, That's again, fantastic. yeah, it's not just about talking about women's sport and getting more coverage of that. It's about yeah creating opportunities for women. Like me 10 years ago would have never thought that these things existed. So being able to create yeah. stuff like this is incredibly exciting oh. to me and it's really boosted a lot of what we've done, which is fun. Um, yeah. Get to speak to Brielle this afternoon, which is going to be fun because she's just like an absolute jet as well. She knows so much. She is really intelligent. She also plays rugby in Tasmania. She's so cool. Yeah. I wish that I was as cool amazing. as Brielle. Um, what else <laughs> have I been doing? Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, hmm. It was my cousin's 30th birthday yesterday and she lives alone and in isolation mm. as well. Mm. So my brother and I, went on a mission to find the biggest possible bouquet of flowers that could be delivered to her and <laughs> made that happen. And they're bigger than her and <laughs> she cannot put them anywhere but the floor. So I think we succeeded in that mission. So that made me very happy yesterday as well. So I think yeah. that's all of my updates for now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've got a few things, I guess, kind of coming up. Uh, second half of semester starts on Monday, w- would have started on Monday by the time folk are hearing this. Yeah, uh, that's true. So that'll be, that'll be fun. And, you know, you got some work lined up for the rest of the year, which is always nice. Uh, and I'm very, very lucky and fortunate, of course, um, especially in these, in these times, in these unprecedented times. So sick of the word unprecedented. Oh my God. I was thinking, do you think we'll just like cancel that word (laughs) (laughs) after, after this whole thing? Um, yeah, but in the midst of, you know, when it rains, it storms, uh, I've decided it'd be a great idea to. Yes. Yes. I totally forgot about this. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going to launch a new podcast series uh and i need your help you dear listener but also Gemma, if you want to help out too you can oh fuck i promised i would do this and i haven't yes, done you it did. yet no it's i right. will do it this time i'm still collecting the first the first batch of them um sorry the show is called outside world uh 
And I guess as we kind of come towards the latter stages of stage four, um, I'm sort of, I've found myself more and more struck by literally what is happening outside my door as I'm constantly kind of sitting inside. Um, it's also made me kind of consider how, how places sound uh, and, and the differences that there is a delivery just happening, I think, uh, which my partner is getting. So apologies if this little spiel now sounds a bit uh, strange. Um, but yeah, the whole idea of the show is, is it's going to be a podcast feed with recordings from folk around Australia, and hopefully I'm able to get a few international ones too, um, where they you can either place your phone outside your door on your balcony, um, or if you're going on a walk, bring your phone out on a walk, use the voice memo app or whatever voice recording app you've got on your phone, record 10 to 15 minutes, just introduce yourself at the beginning. So like for me, it's, hi, I'm Mix, I'm from Flemington. Um, and then send it through to mix at mixeverett.com uh, and I'll have a play around with it and it might be featured in the Outside World podcast feed. I'm just uh, writing down the notes there that I need to include <laughs> in the show notes below so everyone can remember. Hopefully That's exciting. By the, yeah, hopefully by the time uh, this episode comes out too, there will be a trailer episode uh, released as well. Um, I finished I finished putting together a trailer for the show uh, a few days ago, so I'm hoping that um, once I get a few coming in, I can then start to uh, start to share them. That's exciting. Um, yeah, I feel like it's exactly kind of what we need right now. It's, it's something that I've been drawn to that kind of that soundscape sort of audio stuff. I love how when we record these episodes, there's so many examples of how we are completely different people. Um, this being one of them, like the idea of sitting down and just editing hours of audio, horrifying to me, <laughs> to the point where I put it off until the last possible moment and then it's like an average job. But give me like stats to look at. I'll spend hours yeah. doing that. Not a problem. Whereas you are the exact opposite. Why don't I get you to edit these episodes? Well, I mean, you're not going to pay me for it, though, so... <laughs> no one pays me for anything. No, I know, true. Um, yeah, I mean, I could, if we had oh. good internet, so, you could then, so then I could send everything back to you. I mean, I'll use my data for that shit. Uh, no. Yeah, this is exciting though. This is an exciting yeah. prospect. I will do mine for you as well. So if everyone like, maybe if it's any good, you'll include it, and everyone can listen out for. Yeah, my busy the only. Street. I guess the only kind of uh, thing to remember is um, if it's windy, um, and <laughs> don't potentially don't record if it's windy because sometimes that that just distorts the sound and you can't actually hear you know the birds or. Or the cars driving past you or whatever. Um, uh, yeah. But yeah, record, maybe better to record 15 minutes. And then if there is anything that I can edit out, I will. Um, so yeah, that's that's the idea. And hopefully yeah. there will be an out, the, uh, the trailer will be up by the time this episode of Oz Jams comes out too. Fun tip for everyone. 
if you want to give Mix a birthday present, just send 15 minutes of you sitting outside oh, working. Now that is a beautiful idea. I'm yes. going to do that. That's my birthday gift to Mix is going to be 15 minutes of cars driving past my house. Help me make a show. Yes. Done. What it, that, thank you. That's a great birthday idea. Birthday call out. <laughs> good. Sounds good. Anything else happening for you? Um, not a lot. Not a lot? Not a lot. Yeah. Just That's hanging out of... until we release another one of these. Yeah, you know, got nothing else much to do. No. <laughs> Prepping for the second half semester um, is sort of a full-time job and my other research role. There is something, actually, that is going to happen probably before the next episode of this comes out, so I'll shout oh, yes. it out now. Um, <laughs> you definitely don't care about this. You, you seem interested. <laughs> You're not going to care. Uh, the AFLW draft is on the 6th of October. Um, it's at 7pm Australian Eastern Standard Time, I believe, and it's fully digital, unsur- unsurprisingly. Um, mm. So I would... If you're into footy at all, you can just stream it on the AFLW website. There's a lot, a lot of really exciting young talent in this year's Victorian draft in particular. So if you like footy at all, watch it, get engaged, get to know these players because it's going to be an incredible season next year. That's all I care about. (laughs) No, that's fair. (laughs) (laughs) All right, should we wrap this up? (laughs) Let's do it. Go for it. Thanks so much for tuning in to another edition of International Marmalade. Uh, the bonus episodes, the monthly bonus episodes in the Australian Jams feed. Uh, we'll be back here in a in a month's time, r- roughly, give or take a month's hopefully time. Hopefully out of lockdown by then. Yes, and hopefully out of lockdown. Uh, maybe even able to record. Have we ever done one of these in person? We haven't, have we? No. Yeah, maybe. I don't think we'll be able to by then. No, no look, true. But maybe <laughs> maybe once by the end of the year. Maybe November, yeah. We'll be able to yeah. do one in person. Yeah, that'll be great. Cool. That's been Mix. I've been Gemma. Australian Gems will come back, I promise. I took a brief break. It'll come back in two weeks, so I'll see you then. See ya. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.